Hello everybody, good morning, my name is James, welcome to the first episode of James's West Ham United Analysis. First podcast, first episode, so thanks very much for tuning in. Thought it'd be a good time to uh, get this one off the ground, I mean, what a good season we're having, really flying high, certainly better than last season, that's for certain, but something in particular wanted to get me started today, and that's something I read this morning around some comment from Jim White around signing Vladimir Kufel and apparently everybody was up in arms about that. Not sure what he was talking about, to be fair. Um, I mean, look, Vlad's come in, five mil or whatever it was, about really peanuts in in today's money. Um, Come in so much better than, than Fredericks in my opinion I mean I like Fredericks he's quick he's pacey um, but I think Vlad's got a lot more about him he's a lot better a lot more defensively solid but also he'll get forward he'll bomb forward I mean obviously should have bagged maybe against Sheffield United he seemed like he got in the box and then almost looking someone else to pass to but okay we'll, we'll let him off but but yeah, I thought today's episode's got to be what's Jim White talking about? <laughs> I mean, I think it's long been known that Jim White, even though he seems to say otherwise, is a, a mouthpiece for Gold and Sullivan. Obviously, he must have some connections down there. And whether it's just trying to stir the pot, just trying to cause some chaos. But yeah, I'm not sure what, what, uh, what old Jim's going on about here. I mean, can't argue for £5 million for Vlad. I mean... I, certainly I wasn't up in arms, I mean, didn't really know a lot about him. But then, who did, really? I mean, he's come from come from Sparta Prague. You know, I mean, like like we all do now, you you have a look on online or, you know, YouTube, Wikipedia, see what's going on, have a look at the stats, have a look at some vids. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, <laughs> I saw someone apparently he's called, called him Robocop. Uh, that was Vlad's name back, here, back, in, back out in... Uh, Slavia, so obviously he seems to obviously already had the the idea that he'll get the job done, get things moving, and and that's that's the way it seems to have gone. I mean, as I said, I'm not really sure what old Jim's going on about. I mean, he seems to like to sort of pop up now and again, cause a bit of trouble, and then and then dive back out. But but again, you know, be be good to just to see what other people think out there. Do you agree? You know, what what's Jim might really up to? I mean, I don't know. He seems like a bit of a character. Obviously got some got some sort of connections to Gold and Sullivan. I don't know, maybe he's just, just trying to cause chaos. I mean, let's be honest, you know, it's been a good season, started off really bad. But you know, things are looking good. We're looking up. Where are we now? We're fifth. You know, we're pushing that top four. I mean, who's to say we can't get get into that top four this year and, and you're gonna need players like like Vladimir and, and, and Suchek and, you know, the kind of workhorses. They'll they'll keep going and going and they kind of seem like both of them, really, but but maybe even even Kufa a bit more. Kind of guy who just keep motoring and motoring. Like even you know if you're down two or three nil, he'll just keep going. I mean, look at the way he was running around after Grealish in that Villa game. He just wouldn't let him go <laughs> wherever Grealish went. He followed him, and you know even when we're we're two one three one up, he still carried on. He just kind of seems like that kind of guy, and seems like the sort of person who's really going to keep this team going to where we need to go, you know, really kind of get the gears moving, 
keep us going, keep us going. And yeah, who knows? Maybe get to that top four. We'll we'll see. But yeah, anyway, you know, let's let's just see what 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 comes out of that. I suspect it's probably just old Jim White just trying to cause a bit of chaos here, there, just just get things moving. You know, trying to get a few more clicks back to uh, you know his own sort of social media pages, I suppose. Just just trying to sort of stir the pot. Um, but yeah, you know, who cares really? Let's let's kind of see how the rest of the season pans out. Um, like I said, no one seems to be up in arms about Vlad. I certainly wasn't. I think a lot of people liked him from day one. So so yeah, you know, in summary, sorry Jim, I'm not sure what you're talking about. So anyway, just a quick fire episode today, folks. Like I said, first one, first one. Um, yeah, thanks for listening and be back again. Shortly. Cheers. Hello, good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to Season 1, Episode 3 of James's West Ham United Analysis. Uh, I just want to say a big thanks to everybody who's tuned in for Episodes 1 and 2. Uh, just seen, just had a first listener from our good friends out in the States who's, who's tuned in, so much obliged to the individual who's uh, kindly took the time to listen to... Uh, the uh, podcast so far and and hopefully a few more of you uh, across the pond will continue to uh, find this channel and, uh, and and join in and have a listen so again much uh, much obliged thank you very much thinking for tonight's podcast or today's podcast whenever you you're kind of picking this up there's been a couple of things obviously I've seen lately around potential incomings for the summer so I thought actually Let's have a look at this the other way around, around the current squad within the club at the minute and, and who potentially could could go in the summer. Because I think now, you know, we're coming to, to what obviously is always regarded as the, the business end of the season. You know, everybody's kind of roughly going to finish where they are now, barring any anything major. And I think inevitably you get this point in the season where managers are looking at what they've got what they'd like to to bring in, you know, who they'd like to bring in, but also a couple of people, you know, who could go, and, and inevitably, you know, like any team, that's that's where you know ourselves at West Ham sit. So again, want to look at this from who potentially could go. Um, probably do another another podcast around who can come in because there's a you know a lot of videos starting to fly around with that at the minute. But but again, let's look at who's currently in the club and and who could go. So the first person I want to talk about, um, and again, you know, obviously the folks out in the States, you know, you'd be probably quite familiar uh, with this player, is is uh, Winston Reid. Obviously, you know, let's look at at, at, um, at Reid to start with. Um, had, what, six months out at Sporting Kansas, Kansas City, you know, for the MLS season. Um you know, and then come back and now been loaned out to Brentford for the second part of the season. It's one of those where, you know, he's been at the club for, what, 10 years, more or less now? You know, really was kind of, for many years, the, the kind of staple, you know, centre-back, come in, you know, seen promotion, relegation. He was, you know, will always be synonymous with that that goal, um, against Man United at the last game at Upton Park, you know, always going to be be the man 
who who did that. But obviously, over the last twelve months, you know, since Moyes has come in and gone, and then come back again, he just seems to have lost his footing a bit, you know, over over the last sort of twelve eighteen months. I mean, from what I read, just sort of sparingly, really, um, you know, Winston Reid seemed to do fairly well at um, out in the states. A couple of the match reports seemed to speak well. Um, seemed like he sort of went toe to toe with. With kind of the best out out in there, you know, in the MLS, and, and really seemed to do a good job. Um, for whatever reason, you know, uh, Kansas didn't take up the offer of an extension. I think, I think there was an obligation, um, or sorry, not an obligation. There must have been a a clause where they they could have made it an obligation, maybe, but but obviously didn't. And then obviously came back um, to West Ham, seemed to do a bit of training for a couple of weeks, and then shipped out to uh, Brentford for, for another six months but not too surprised with that I mean you know a couple of comments that Moyes seemed to come out around with Reed saying well you know he's a good presence around the around the club but you know if an offer comes in then then he'll go so I don't really think Moyes has Reed in his books anymore on the radar I mean if you look at the centre-backs currently in play you know, Dawson and Ogbonna are probably, you know, one and two. Then you're probably looking at probably Diop, you know, three. Balbuena is probably fourth choice. And then, you know, even, you know, just does Reed even make the top five, top six anymore? Because you've got, you know, young centre-backs coming through who, you know, are going to come in and, and, and start challenging. I mean... You know, I, I don't really. Unfortunately, I don't see a future for, for, uh, for Winston anymore. And and to be honest, I think he probably could could go in the summer. I mean, read a couple of things. Maybe that Reed will be used as like a, as almost like a gesture offer to try and maybe bring in uh, Ivan Tony from Brentford. But maybe that's just sort of paper talk. Who knows? But yeah, first person I think could go is is. Um, is Winston Reid maybe to Brentford? They they might just come in and buy in. I mean, his value can't be too high. Maybe you know five, six, seven mil most. I mean, he's I think he's what thirty two now. So I suppose as a centre back, you always get a few more, few more, few few more years in the tank before you know time inevitably catches up with you. But I don't think he's he's got a future at West Ham, and I think either Brentford would come in or. Again, maybe maybe Sporting Kansas or another MLS team, or to be honest, you know he's obviously, you know a New Zealander. He may just think actually, just want to sort of, you know, go go back to New Zealand and just sort of see out the rest of his days from a playing perspective. You know, a, a club down there, um, and just sort of see see the last couple of years out. But I don't know. We'll see how that plays out. But but yeah, I definitely think Winston Reid. Could be going out the door, um, and that sort of nicely brings brings me on to the second person here, who I could also think uh, could be on the way. Another centre back, just mentioned um, Fabian Balbuena. Obviously brought in under Pellegrini, um, you know, at the time was almost like a Suchek Sufal kind of signing. Just seemed to come out of nowhere, you know. A couple of like you know, sort of like videos, you know, clips of him playing out in South America. We didn't really know much about the guy. Um, 
you know, almost a bit of a, you know, speculative sort of signing. But, but you know, first, what, season or two really sort of took took things by storm, more or less. You know, really kind of staple centre-back, you know, kind of tidy, no nonsense, just, you know, just tidy up, you know, just clear the ball, get it, get it out, try and make a nuisance when it comes to, you know, set plays and corners. Um, but again, I think just the way that things seem to have gone, obviously with COVID in the mix, he's sort of had time in and out because of that, I think. Um, and again, it just seems to have dropped down the order a bit. I think certainly since Dawson came in, you know, that that's that's further pushed Balbuena down the pack. I think maybe a couple of a couple of months ago, you'd probably say he was above Diop in in the pecking order, but obviously with Ogbonna dropping out with injury. You know who's Moyes turned to? Well, he's he's not gone to Balbuena. He's he's gone to Diop. And and to be fair, I think Diop's looked good. He's looked pretty solid. You know, maybe should have scored against Man City. You know, last kick of the game, but okay. You know, ugh, sort of let let that one go. But so there's a couple of things seem to come out around some South American teams or maybe MLS looking to to come and buy in or out in the Middle East. So. Again, I can't really see Moyes, you know, keeping Balbuena on. I think he's on the last 12 months of his contract, what we now, February. So he's only got probably, what, four or five months left on that. And and again, I just think he's probably on not massive wages, but he's probably on a, a fair a fair pot, probably, what, 30 to 50K, somewhere in that bucket, I suppose. There's probably a few, you know, appearance and maybe a, like a goal bonus or something in there if he scores a couple more goals like he did against Spurs. So, And again, I think if you look at some of the, the young players coming through from from the academy, it probably makes sense for, for Balbuena to move on. You know, go again, probably, you know, go back closer to home. Obviously, he's from Paraguay. You know, I think there was back in, in the um, last round of internationals or whenever it was, he sort of did like a you know, 9,000 mile round trip or something stupid, like, you know, London to Paraguay and then internal flights to um, a couple of the games Paraguay were playing and then and then just, you know, casually hop back out, back into London. It was just, you know, it's just crazy, really. So, you know, he's he's probably just looking for for kind of one last big, big move, in you know, in, in respect of his career. And, and again, someone probably in, in South America will step in just offer him a two or three year deal, just go back out and play, and then and then probably yeah continue playing with Paraguay, but only having to travel you know one fifth of the distance. So again, I think I think I think Winston Reid is is probably on the list, um, and again I think Balbuena is probably also on the list, but probably on on balance over the last sort of six nine months, again especially with Dawson, you know who really surprised everybody. I can't see. Um, can't see Balbuena probably stopping on, but who knows? You know, you never know what's around the corner. But in terms of the the two that I think are more or less nailed on, Reed, Reed and Balbuena. But again, you know, that that makes sense to me. But it doesn't necessarily mean it makes sense to you know yourselves listening. So you might have different views, which is what this is all about. And you know, and if you do. Just get a comment in. Just let me know what you think. That's you know this is what these kind of podcasts are all about. Just so you can hear my views, but but again, you know, very much vice versa. But yeah, I think you know Balbuena and Reed are probably due to go. So that 
with the two that I think are due and probably will go. That kind of brings me on to the third piece here, third person. Maybe a little bit controversial to a couple of people out there, you know, which is which is fine. But um, the third person I think could go if if the right offers on the table is um, Lanzini, Manuel Lanzini again. You know that that goal he scored against Spurs is always going to be there. It's always going to be on the highlight reel. You know, I think remember a few years back he was almost like the you know like the pirate of of two or three seasons ago where you know I think he scored one when we played and and beat Liverpool three 0 at their place. You know, really kind of like this, like you know, like wizard on the pitch. You know, tricks and flicks, pace, flair. Seem to have it all. I mean, I think, you know, it's it's well known with West Ham that we always have had this dartboard scattergun approach to transfers. I mean, where did Lanzini come from? He's on a loan from a Middle East club, if I remember at the time. And then obviously that became permanent. But, you know, that was one of those that it was a good move and it worked out really well. Um, But again, I think looking back to the last World Cup, he got into the Argentina squad, had a bad injury, you know, and, and just really hasn't recovered, I think. It's like anything, you get a big, big injury. And if you're the kind of player that relies on, you know, tricks and flicks and flair, like Lanzini, I just think he's lost an element of all of those now. I mean, again, you know, the goal against Spurs was was just sublime. It was, you know, nine out of ten times it goes anywhere but the goal. And he just, he just smashed it and, and bang, you know, top bins and, and, and claw back that point. But, you know, if you look beyond that, from then to now, I mean, he's had, what, one start against uh, Sheffield United, I think. Didn't really do a lot, in my opinion. Just almost the game walked him by. You know, he didn't really get his foot in and, and really get a grip on that game. And, yeah, again, I just think he's he's probably going to go. I mean, again, there's some, you know, kind of, you know, West Ham kind of news outlets, shall we say, that have been talking up maybe a, sort of 10, 15 million valuation. Um, I mean, if we can get 15 million for Lanzini, you'd probably take it. I mean, again, clear some wages off. I mean, now obviously Ben Rama's come in, you know, Lingard hopefully stays. You know, they're they're kind of two people that are going to be ahead of him anyway in that kind of, you know, cam or left mid type role. I mean, four now's can play either of those. And again, I think he's, quite a staple piece of the team and Moyes likes four nails and he's a good sort of grafter and a good worker so yeah unfortunately I think I think Lanzini's probably coming to the end now um, I'm not sure what the status of his contract is he's probably got another what two maybe two and a half years still to run so you know he's quite within his rights to sort of just stay around and, and just run that down a little bit but I think I mean, again, what's Lanzini, 27, 28? He's, he's probably thinking himself, look, I need to make another move. Again, like a, maybe a last kind of big payday. Maybe look to get back in to the Argentine squad for the, for the World Cup. And and again, almost similar to Balbuena, just maybe, maybe get a move back down to South America, you know, closer to home, you know, sort of family, etc., um, but yeah, who knows? You know, that's just they're kind of three that I think could go. But as you know, <laughs> football's a funny old game. Anything can change. I mean, look at when Dawson came in. Probably a lot of a lot of us thought, 
it was almost a bit of a joke signing. Like, you know, we tried to get everybody in and then ended up with Dawson. But actually, you know, Dawson's gone from probably just being, you know, someone to help on the training pitch to being the main man. You know, you, you wouldn't you wouldn't not have Dawson on your team list at any point. So, you know, it's a funny old game. You know, Lanzini might come good. Balbuena might step in, you know, suddenly put in eight, nine rock-solid, you know, performances. And suddenly things change again. So, who knows? But, yeah, I think those three, Reed, Balbuena, Lanzini, are probably, probably going to go in the summer. You know, clear some wages, frees up some space, and then, you know, Moyes got a little bit more cash in the pot. Or, as I think he likes to do from, from his time at Everton, bring 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 the you know, the youth players through more time on the pitch and just see how that goes. So, yeah, you know, it's always a tricky time this this point of the season. I'm sure Moyes has already got his targets lined up. He probably knows who he wants in, who he wants out. But, you know, until until you see it, you know, until you get that confirmed deal, you just never know. But I think he seems to feel maybe that, you know, Bonner, Dawson... Diop, they're probably his three key centre-backs. Obviously, you know, if you play five at the back, Cresswell can easily tuck in as a left-sided centre-back. Um, probably even people like, you know, Fredericks, you know, Soufal, Ben Johnson, they could all play centre-back as like a right-sided centre-back. Just the mirror, mirror of what Cresswell does, to be fair. So there's plenty of options back there. And I just feel that, that you know, Balbrano and Reed don't really have a long-term future anymore and and probably Lanzini's kind of coming to the end of the track now as well just probably to naturally free up some more space for Lingard and, and Ben Rama um, you know who who are kind of two people who are probably assuming you know Lingard signs on are always going to be you know the two trying to sort of fight for that that spot with sort of four hours you know left side and they can all Interchange, and then you kind of got you know Bowen and sort of Yarmolenko who can probably just sort of fight for that that spot on the right right side. But but yeah, you know I, th- I think think they're the three to go. But you know we'll see. Still got twelve games to go. Anything can happen. You know, COVID still flying around. You just never know if a player unfortunately might get COVID again, has to drop out. Someone steps in, absolutely takes it by storm, and and then things change again. So. Yeah, we'll see. But I think it's going to be interesting. Last point of the season, you know, I think inevitably the rumours are going to start coming out of the woodwork a lot more. I mean, some of it's all paper talk, you know, just probably agents trying to just, you know, create something out of nothing just to maybe try and get somebody a move or just try and rattle the cages a bit. But I think there's probably some substance to to the Lanzini move, uh, probably Balbuena as well. And then... Probably Winston Reid, although I've not seen anybody or any articles to say that this team or this team or this team is interested. I just think if you look at the way Moyes was talking back in January, he was almost he was almost kind of closing the door <laughs> without fully closing it, just probably to save face. But I don't know. We'll see. But anyway, that's that's the three I feel are going to go in the summer. Um, we'll get another get another podcast sorted out, and I can. You know, we'll look at who's could come in. You know, I think that that seems to be a good way to go because 
there's a lot of stuff flying around like that at the minute. So, you know, there seems to be a lot more articles around who's coming in than who's going to go. But, yeah, I mean, see, it's, you know, hopefully, you know, folks will be listening to this now. You know, Balbuena, Reed, Lanzini, are they the three that you think are going to go, you know, or someone else? Is, is there someone that you're thinking of that I've not mentioned? You know, do you think Lanzini sh- should stay? Will he stay? You know, what about Balbuena, Reed? You know, do you think they can force their way back in the door? You know, and really just make Moyes take a second look. So, you know, again, any any comments, any thoughts, just, just let me know. As I said, you know, much appreciated for everyone who's tuned in for episodes one and two. Uh, hopefully you've enjoyed episode three. And, and yeah, we'll look forward to coming back again with uh, episode four for everybody so again thanks everybody come on your irons